What's up, everybody? Hey, this week we have special guest Amy Wern, owner of Take Aim Nutrition, on the pod sitting down with me to discuss things like her love of CrossFit, her background in teaching, and especially her business, Take Aim Nutrition. Listen to this episode and so many more on Spotify. Search all the best things and subscribe today. Welcome to this week's episode, boys and girls. Today, our guest I'm excited to have on. She was a former college softball player, has her master's in teaching, uh, is WAG coaching certified, precision nutrition coaching certified, and is a level two CrossFit coach as well. Boys and girls, help me welcome to the podcast, Amy Wern. Thank you very much for having me. I forgot to mention too, Amy is the owner and I believe head coach of AIM Nutrition Coaching. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. That's right. Excellent. So today, what I kind of wanted to talk with you about a little bit is just really kind of how you got into being a nutrition coach and, and where you're at today with Take AIM Nutrition. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean... I feel like there's quite the evolution that I never um, saw coming, right? I didn't come out of high school being like, oh, this is what I'm going to do, right? I obviously thought uh, I went to college to be a teacher. And, um, you know, I, I obviously knew that I was that type of person, right? I wanted to serve others and help them fulfill their uh, full potential, but I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't actually know that nutrition coaching was an option. So this sort of evolved. Um, growing up, we were always super athletic. Uh, I played three sports in high school. I went to play summer travel ball. We went to college for softball. So um, athletics was always part of my um, life. But uh, nutrition, not so much. Uh, thinking back, actually, people ask that all the time, like, were you guys like super healthy growing up? And it was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we, right. I like, lived on like the easy Mac that you like put in the microwave to make macaroni and cheese. <laughs> oh, nice. I mean, yeah, like many college students would. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so, um, so I think, you know, when, when I went to college, um, I, I took off to Florida from here. And so from Coeur d'Alene. And so, um, and we lived in apartments, our softball team did. And I feel like, I kind of took on the mama bear role and decided to start cooking. And then um, with softball, we had obviously um, some, you know, training and cardio and work that we had to do. And I found that I actually really enjoyed a lot of that training. Um, And so I feel like things kind of just unfolded from there. Uh, And I got more into um, just trying to learn about really into Ironman. I had always just, it was always a goal to come home and run uh, one of the Coeur d'Alene Iron or the Coeur d'Alene Ironman. That was sure. that was like a huge goal. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Did you grow up here? Uh, I'm from North of Spokane originally, but I've been here yeah like ten years now. Okay, so I mean, before you know, the full Ironman was like the thing. It was like hoop fest. Yeah, and so uh, I grew up watching that anyway, and um, was just hell bent on finishing that thing someday so anyway uh moved back and 
did a couple of those and that was kind of just my continued, I think, athletics, right? I shifted from team sports to just like individual goals um, in the way of athletics and competition, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And then I had little humans. So I had <laughs> my first child and after that, I tried to go back to the triathlon thing and it just wasn't doing it. And so then I was introduced into CrossFit, fell in love because uh, I was, you know, I could go run and swim and bike forever, but tell me to do a pull up and I could not pick myself up an inch and it was insane. And uh, so I think that was a driving force also to just uh, kind of self um, progress, right? Like, be better, sure. be better in all areas, I guess. Um, and then, so CrossFit and I got into that and then with that kind of paralleled nutrition and I just started to learn more about nutrition. Fast forward a few years and I was introduced to macros and in between that time I had done, you know, I had eaten paleo, I had eaten block. Um, I just tried all the different things and not necessarily because I was trying to have some, a specific body type, but mainly just because I was interested I don't know. I, I'm an right. athlete and I was interested in it and um, nothing, nothing seemed to quite fit my needs or nothing was super sustainable for me. Um, everything was really like short term challenge wise, right? Like 30 day mm-hmm. challenge. And so I did a lot of those and uh, I don't know, I think, yeah, then a few years back, well, I guess it's been more than a few, about five years back now, I, I uh, was introduced to macros and from there I hired my own nutrition coach and that's when it just all kind of took off. I uh, run a local gym. I run, run wild and CrossFit and decided to put on some uh, monthly challenges, introductions to what macronutrients are. And from there, people started reaching out like, Hey, would you want to, you know, coach me through this on the side? Um, and I was a teacher. I was still a full-time teacher. And so before, before okay. I knew it, I was um, doing a little bit of, you know, dabbling, like three, four, five, six clients, um, dabbling in nutrition coaching, just trying to figure, navigate my way, as well as full-time teaching, as well as being mom. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a lot your plate all at once (laughs) I mean and I didn't it was wonderful because I was like I am so in love with this over here you know but um Mm -hmm. I think the reality that my husband and I agreed upon was that I couldn't do both (laughs) I needed I needed to either pick one or the other and so um we felt pretty confident like okay as long as aim which I you know I branded this company at like at like mm-hmm. 10 clients or something and I was like as long as aim can get 15 clients I should be okay you know something like that yeah. and uh, yeah fast forward three years uh and we have six coaches we have uh continuously between 120 and 150 clients at all time and aim is much bigger than I ever expected. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, super and I, cool. Obviously, I um, teach full time anymore. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but you still dabble no, in that I too. Retired uh, that on t- retired. 2017. I stopped teaching 
kids to uh, start AIM and haven't gone back. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Um, with that said, I'm going to go backwards just a little bit. You had mentioned um, you personally had dabbled in like paleo and different kinds of diets like that. With that said, is there something that maybe you're looking for in an, what I would call, quote unquote, an ideal client? Or are you open to helping anyone and everyone? Yes. So I think one of the driving forces behind me starting AIM is I have I was super determined to show people that you don't have to sacrifice all the things. Like you do not have to live in deprivation to have the body that you want or to feel confident or to have energy, right? Like that is BS. I promise, you know, you do not yeah. have to do that. And so, um, and so, no, I mean, what the great thing about aim now is, is that we, I, we've, we've been able and lucky enough to hire enough coaches that we kind of cover the spread of all clients. Um, when I started aim, it was just me, to putting out there to anybody like, Hey, if you're struggling with your relationship with food, like, let me help you. I don't, I don't care. Right. I wasn't like, Oh, I only want athletes. Mm -hmm. I only want moms with kids. Um, it wasn't any of that. It was just, if, if you have a goal, uh, let me help you. And, and that has stayed definitely, um, our motto. Like it doesn't matter who you are. If you have a goal, we can help you. And, and on the business side of that, and, you know, what I've tried to do is create a coaching staff that offered that. So we have now we have a male coach. We have a, a couple of elite athletes. We have um, a lady who is 50, you know, and, and is in that season. We have a mom, another mom with kids who also has a full-time job. I have another teacher who's like mid-age, right? And so we're... We're trying to cover mm -hmm. all bases. And then uh, that way, when anybody reaches out, I can be like, oh, Jake, you are trying to, um, you know, get to your leanest because you're going to, I don't know, do a show or you have a competition or whatever. I'm going to put you with Alyssa. That, that's her specialty. Sure. Or, uh, or ladies going through menopause and struggling with this type of thing. I'm like, oh, I'm going to put you with Sylvia. You know, and so we we have that ability now. And so my answer is no, there's no, there's not one particular person or type of person we're looking for aside from, I guess, being willing to try. Absolutely. I like that. I like that. Yeah, definitely. definitely. A growth mindset is huge for us. Um, you, you can't, uh, we all have a lot of preconceived um, ideas about, and, and society definitely fills our minds with, all the things, you know, but I heard this and I yeah. heard that and it's like, okay, what we're asking is that you set all of that aside and come to us as a blank slate. Like, let us show you this and, and just allow, allow it the chance to work, I guess. So that client. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So I don't even know today's date. We're like a week away, hopefully, fingers crossed, from the gyms in the area opening back up and yes. things like that. Hopefully. We'll see. Um, with that said, all of us coming out of quarantine are probably going to come to you and, and you know people in your position 
asking, you know, what's one thing I can do coming out of this extended quarantine that'll jumpstart the goals that I was maybe going for before this whole pandemic broke out? Is there something that you would maybe suggest or is it like a program that is designed for, I I can't imagine there's a program designed for post-quarantine, but like an extended layoff, maybe someone had, you know, surgery, had an injury, surgery, physical therapy, and now they're wanting to get back into maybe CrossFit. Is there something that you would recommend as like a way to jumpstart that process? I I don't think there's one right answer there, but I can tell you our, you know, our thoughts right now and what we're seeing as, you know, we have a lot of, we have a lot of clients that are now entering a new transitional phase where they're moving from quarantine back into their past routine, right? Uh, or their, their past mm-hmm. reality. And so we have a few things. I mean, the main thing that we will, that we say to everybody across the board is start small. Like you might be gung-ho to get after it and you're going to out of quarantine, you're going to get back to the gym, you know, six days a week, you're going to eat on point every day. Um, no more sugar. You're going to stop drinking on the weekdays, right? You're just going to go crazy. Um, and what we push back with is no, no, no. Let's pick one thing and then let's chop that down even smaller and have it be so easy for you to do that. It doesn't feel like it's work. Um, and, and so I would say to anybody out there and what we were telling our clients right now is what is one thing that you can focus on when you go back to on the 16th or when the gym opens back up, um, you know, what's one thing that you can focus on and then follow through with. And so for, for some people that might be, I'm going to head back to the gym, but I'm, you know, I want to work out for an hour a day and it's like, okay, is that your reality right now? Maybe it's, I'm going to head back to the gym three days a week and I'm going to stay there for 30 minutes only. And they might, at first people might be like, that is lame, right? I I do that easy. And it's Mm -hmm. like, great. That's fantastic. Because what we're trying to do is prove to yourself that you can have follow through. And we're trying to then instill habits into your daily routine so that they're easy. So then the next week you're going well, 30 minutes, I'm not even done with my work. Oh, I'm going to push this to 45 minutes. And now pretty soon you're going three days a week at an hour at a time. And then, and then you, and then that's part of their system. And then it's, oh, I'm going to go four days a week because I feel really good when I go work out. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. so starting small, definitely. Uh, and then I would say we focus on systems and routines a ton. So a lot of people, probably are in a new routine with quarantine right now and are going to have to shift out of that to find something new. And I think a lot of people might be trying to hold on to their, their past routine and, and carry that, um, like do the exact same thing. Right. So they left a month Mm -hmm. ago doing this each week, they had a month off and now they're going back and they expect themselves to do this exact same routine, but that's probably not going to happen. Right. There's, yeah, there's that's true. too many variables. That's true. Their work might have changed the structure in which their work uh, is done. Right. There's a lot of things that are going to change. And so if we expect ourselves to go back the exact same way that we went out, right. I think we're setting ourselves up for 
failure there and not follow through. Um, Absolutely. So we would definitely say, you know, give yourself a little bit of grace there and, and, and set up a system like my plan is to, and make it pretty generic. My plan is to eat at, you know, pre the night before I'm going to have my lunch made, uh, wake up in the morning. I'm going to eat at whatever, 7 30 AM. Uh, my lunch is packed. So I don't have to stress about it when I go to work again. Um, I'm going to pack my clothes cause I plan on going straight to the gym afterward and I'm going to thaw out chicken so that I have meat ready to roll when I get home. Right. And it's like four super sure. simple little things, but it's like, okay, just follow through on those things for the next five days. And I, and I, yeah, yeah. I think those Perfect. I think just focusing on systems, focusing on the small habits. Um, yeah, I mean, people don't want to hear that. That's like the boring, um, the boring stuff, but it's also the reality of what works is just creating a system that is actually effective. Exactly. I mean, I know when I work with clients, um, I, I tell them very similar things to what you just said. And I know moving forward, um, you had mentioned, you know, there's going to be like a new normal, uh, people maybe won't be able to do things exactly the same way they were before, but finding that new normal is going to be super important and normal oftentimes is the things that are repetitive, that are easy, that, you know, that seem like they're just something that you would do no matter what. So, yeah, I I think I'll just say one more thing is that uh, another tool that people can do um, is just take like their, make a little chart super quick and put their habits, like what they're doing right now, you know, list all of them out that they, ones that support their the person that they want to be or one that supports the goal they're trying to get to. And then the ones that don't, uh, maybe even if it's through quarantine or whatever, and um, they'll be able to look and see like, Oh, I'm going to keep these habits. Like maybe they're reading with their kids during the evening and they had never done that before. Right. And it's like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to keep that habit that I built during quarantine or it's watching TV for three hours a day. And it's like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to trade out that habit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's huge also. Yep, exactly. All right. So changing the pace of our conversation here a little bit, kind of my last question I wanted to throw at you. Um, What is one piece of advice you would give to your younger self knowing what you know now? I would tell my younger self to read more. Uh, I think that I am becoming, I mean, I have been learning that we can never stop learning and that the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. Um, And so I just, part of that is me wishing that I would have read a lot more and had more knowledge as to what was out there for me um, when I was younger. You know, I don't, I do not regret by any means uh, being a teacher. I'm still a teacher, right? And that that season definitely served me, mm-hmm. but um, I, I really like the idea where I fell in love with nutrition and fitness and everything, you know, 20 years ago, and I didn't realize that that was even an, you know, an area that I could have gone down, like a path that I could have even like nutrition coaching. I didn't even know that was a thing, 
and and I just think I didn't have that yeah. knowledge base. Um, I didn't know that was an opportunity, and so I would just say, read more so that we're more aware of what is available and what's out there, and then um, remind yourself or myself that uh, if time passes when I'm doing something, that that is what I should be doing for a living, right? Like if I fall, if I'm doing something and I just don't even realize that I'm working, like I wish I would have known when I was building macros and and trying to cook people food and you know wondering how to better fuel my run or this or that, like. I should have been doing that for a bit, for a living a long, long time ago. Yeah. Sure. Of course. I love it. I love it. Couldn't have said it better myself. I want to thank you, Amy, for joining the podcast today. I don't want to take up all your time this afternoon, but like I said, I do appreciate what you had to say and, and sharing with us all kind of the inside knowledge um, there. So with that said, that's kind of all I've got for you. Um, yeah, I just wish you and everyone there at AIM further success, you know, moving forward. I know it's probably going to be a crazy time coming out of quarantine and all these people that have been, you know, stuck on their couch, for lack of a better term, wanting to jump back into things. So, like I said, I wish you guys all the, all the success in the world and, you know, just strong, strong futures and, and just staying with your, you know, with your passions. That's that's awesome that you guys are able to live kind of your dream each and every day. So. All right, we'll talk soon. Bye -bye. Yeah, thank you so much, Amy.